And then I got home and that week I met someone that worked at an agency through my sister and I said, I want a job, will you hire me? Every podcast has an opening song. This is ours. It's not very long. Chase, I think our opening song needs to be a little bit longer. I'm singing more of our opening song to intro our show called Behind Two Blondes. Hi, everyone. My name's Chase O'Donnell. And I'm Savannah Brown. Together, we started a comedy duo called Two Blondes. Every week, Savannah and I interview a successful 20-something who is pursuing their passion in an attempt to pick up some pointers of our own and hopefully inspire you to get out there and do the same. Today, we are interviewing Abby Chambers. Abby is a 20-something producer. That's right. I said producer. Oh my goodness. You might have heard some of the shows she's worked on. That's Grey's Anatomy, you know. Scandal, mm-hmm. How to Get Away with Murder. Maybe. Just those little shows. Uh, maybe. She also just happens to be my sister. Kind of. She's my big in the sorority when in I was college. In, in college. Yep. <laughs> We're so excited to talk to Abby and find out what it's like behind the scenes of these top, top Top shows. shows. Yeah. It's not a true interview unless we're interviewing our guest over brunch. So, Savannah, please tell us what's on the menu today. Today, we're eating kale and Monterey Jack quesadillas with avocado, radishes, and fried eggs. Oh my God. Ah, oh, incredible. Yum. That's, of course, from blueapron.com. If you also want to get in on the fun, uh, go to blueapron.com slash two blondes. Spelled T O O. And you'll get your first three meals uh, free. That sounds like a deal. Okay. Hi, Abby. Hello! Yay! Thanks for being here with us. <laughs> Thanks for brunching virtually. Yeah, Abby's in LA. I'm so, so excited to be with you. <laughs> what are you What are you drinking today for brunch? Um, I have some green tea, but oh, I've been recently classic. adding some soy milk to it, so it's like a green tea latte. It's delicious. Oh, oh I mm. love it. That would be so me. I need the milk and the sugar yeah, with the tea. The soy milk adds the delicious flavor for me. I'm yeah. a big soy milk fan. What are you drinking, Chase? Um, strawberry lemonade. What? <laughs> it's like 80 degrees here, so it makes sense for today. And what about you, Savannah? I'm drinking strawberry and mango. We're very into the strawberry, oh, apparently. Strawberry going on. Um, hot tea, but it's hot tea. Delicious. Good. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Happy brunch. Happy, Happy brunch. So, Abby, um, let's just <laughs> get into the fact that you're a producer on... <laughs> First of all, How to Get Away with Murder is one of my favorite TV shows of all time. And Grey's Anatomy is mine. Yeah. All time. And also Scandal. Like, okay. Oh, Scandal so good. And I was watching, I went on a I went on a huge How to Get Away with Murder like marathon and I texted you that one day just being like, "Wait, your name <laughs> pops up at the end." And it's just crazy because the last like I I knew you were traveling the world like I remember you were going to Australia. Or yes. I don't know. And then all of a sudden you're a producer. So let's let's kind of backtrack and get into how this all happened. Let's do it. Okay. Let's <laughs> so do it. um I graduated from college about a year early and I immediately got a job at a startup in cloud computing, which I thought was 
cool at the time. <laughs> um, and I started working there and I realized that I was really bored with that. Um, so I, I don't even had know this what cloud computing is. Um, if I expl- it's, it's basically <laughs> like um, where your storage is. You know how they say your, your storage is in yeah, the cloud. Yeah, yeah. But this particular company would help you like burst into the cloud. So you would have a certain amount of space that you paid for as your back end. And then if your company, which they dealt with a lot of like gaming companies, had okay. two users on, it would I'm like. I'm already <laughs> lost. Yeah. And my, no. and my cloud's full right now. Yeah. So I need your help clearly so, later. So, we're yeah. lost. You're right. <laughs> So I left there and I bought a camera and called up a friend who was also in our sorority. And uh, she was, was in Chelsea. I want to say uh, No, McKella. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, okay. And McKella was, had fallen in love with a British boy and moved oh. to England. Sounds similar to Savannah oh. who just married a British boy. I did. <laughs> so I, I called her and I was like, hey, I have this idea for this travel show. And just like so we all have the frame of reference this was before like Instagram really had taken off or before like people had really had travel blogs like there were no like influencers Uh so I was like hey I think this is a great idea so um I met her in Europe and then we just like planned all these trips we recorded all of them um, we would use her house in, in uh, Wolverhampton, England <laughs> as a home base. We'd come back every couple of weeks, download all of our drives, and then edit pieces together. So I did that for a couple of months, and then I came back to L.A. and tried to sell it. <laughs> Which I got some good meetings, but it did not work out. Which at this point, first of all, what, you're 22? Yes. You're yeah. so young. And did you use the money that you used from the cloud computing? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I came home and I was like, well, I have no more money now. So, um, How so, ambitious of you. You just went to networks and pitched? Yeah. It was re- like now that I think about it, I'm like, whoa. Because <laughs> I was young and I just went, walked it. Yeah, like, how did you get these Yeah, meetings? that's what I was wondering. How did she just walk I mean, in? I grew up in L.A., so I knew some people, and I would just, like, you know, this whole industry is about networking. So it's yeah. like you find someone that works somewhere, and you're like, hey, you know, I did this thing. Can I send it to you, or can I come talk to someone? Wow. <laughs> but oh mostly everyone said, like, you're not a famous person. Why would we watch this? <laughs> I was like, well, that is valid. But But I remember being like, oh, my God, Abby's, you know, doing a show, a travel show. I thought it was the most exciting thing in the world. (laughs) But looking back, that is so funny that you just walked in and you're like, here's my show. Yeah. And I think that's why, like, some young people are pretty successful in this industry, because as you get older and you realize how hard it is, you're a little bit more hesitant. Mm -hmm. But when you're young, it's like you don't have anything to lose. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I did that. So and you pitched I, them and – And nothing really happened. And I was still kind of trying to figure out how I wanted to merge the worlds of entertainment and traveling. And I wasn't sure I was done with that yet. So I found this job on Craigslist um, <laughs> that was like, <laughs> move to Australia for 10 weeks. Oh, like that's how Australia money. came in the picture. Okay. So I called our friend Chelsea, who um, had graduated early as well, and I was like, hey, she lived in Seattle, but she was in L.A. for, or she was in Santa Barbara visiting friends, mm-hmm. and I was like, hey, do you want to um, 
come with me to this uh, job interview in Long Beach. <laughs> and I like I sent it to her and she was like, yeah. And you don't know Chelsea Savannah, but she's just that person. Just, just. Of course. Of course I will. Yeah. Of course. So she took a train down to LA and I picked her up and we drove to Long Beach and we went to this really bizarre interview with this one Australian girl <laughs> and all of these other people. And most of them were much older than us. And basically the job interview was her telling us about this opportunity. And then we had to yell in front of the room and like be energetic. <laughs> oh, oh, great. So I that. just, yell. yeah, yeah, it was what we found out the job was later. Um, if you guys went to if, Savannah, if you went to like a big college in lecture halls, people would come in and yell at the front of your classroom to like sign up for opportunity. Oh yeah, every day she went to UCLA. Yeah. I went to UCLA, so, so I had that yeah. all the time. <laughs> so that was my job, and Chelsea and I both got the job. And no way. they said like in two weeks, come to Orange County. Um, we'll send a car to come get you and pack your bags. So we think, oh my gosh, this is going to be amazing. We're going to go be partners together. We're going to travel all throughout Australia. Um, we get there. We're the only two people who've never done this before. So mm -hmm. uh, the first day is just us like learning the script and getting all of the rules. The next day, these random people come in that we don't know. <laughs> and the next morning, they're, they all have us in a room and they're like, all right, Abby, you're going to New Zealand with Dana. Like some random person, Chelsea, you're going to the Gold Coast of Australia with this random dude. Oh <laughs> and they're gosh. like, your flight's leaving two hours. Here are your tickets. What? So, so you had no idea you'd be traveling with a stranger. No. It was so <laughs> strange. <laughs> so I just got on a plane and went to New Zealand. And I was there for oh, wow. um, a couple of months. And then I couple met A months? Chelsea. Yeah, it was like um like two months maybe away from and each other. Oh my god! Yeah, it was really strange. But and I we bet you bonded with Dave or whoever that was. Dave, Dana. Yes. <laughs> Dave. 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 Um, it was cool. We traveled every week. We were in a different place. Wow. So, um, it was a very interesting experience, and I basically made no money, and I just Great. paid my traveling <laughs> and then I got home and that week I met someone that worked at an agency through my sister and I said I want a job will you hire me and, and he this said, was CAA right this was like this, top agency this was ICM I so what I um he was like a, a friend of my sister's because I guess they all would go out a lot together you anyway just, Abby you just said I want a job yeah I mean I think <laughs> You There's probably so some cool. strategy to it, <laughs> but like he was a young guy and he was kind of coming up in the agency as well, but he had some influence and all you really need is you need someone to put your resume in. Yeah. You <laughs> need you, a name, a resume, anything. It just helps so much. Yes. If you get that, you, so you kind of, at least you can make it to the interview and then it's up mm -hmm. to you. Yep, yeah. hundred percent. And you but, were a theater major, so this is kind of all in that – I mean, not a theater major. You did theater in high school, though. I did theater in high school, And so yeah. this was kind of all in the realm of theater in a way. Like, you're still in the in that field. Yeah. I mean, I think that theater is kind of – now that I reflect on it, I think that it was um, a really important tool to have to um, 
like know how to talk in front of people and not be nervous about that. Yeah. Know how to kind of make yourself vulnerable and expose yourself in certain ways that I think people who didn't do theater have more trouble doing. Yeah, yeah. Now, are you so, still with that same agency? What happened no, after that? So I worked, I started at ICM um, a couple weeks later and I started wow. in the mailroom, which is where most people start. Mm-hmm. And that was very entertaining. <laughs> it's so funny, like your first job in the industry and especially at a, an agency where everything's so high level and intense and um, you come in with this like real excitement for the industry and for your job and you get beaten down very slowly. <laughs> yeah. But um, I was in the mailroom for a couple of weeks and that's such a strange job. You basically are just delivering mail to agents. Okay. Um, but and they get a ton. They get all they these get headshots every day. Yes. Yeah. But you kind of um, – it's all about strategy, right? It's like you try and learn everyone's name because if you're in the elevator with, you know, the head of the agency and you can have some kind of cohesive conversation with them, that's very good for you. Mm-hmm. So um, – you also have to kind of figure out, okay, where do I want to be and who do I want to work for? So I ended up working for the head of TV Lit at the time, which was a crazy wow. desk. And, and there was a lot were, of work. And you were just like, this is who I want to work for. Let me learn their name. Let me figure out a way to have a conversation with them. I didn't t- – my – I was kind of like um, – I was just walking around and this particular agent had a lot of trouble keeping assistants. So he was always looking for an assistant. And so if I reflect back on it, like the way to do it is to find, and this is what advice I would give people Mm -hmm. is you find an agent you want to work for, you find out what their, their client list, you memorize it, you figure out what projects they're working on, and then you can have some kind of conversation with them about it, especially when you know they're looking for an assistant. But that was not what happened for me. I just was like, they were like, hey, you're going to be on this desk. So um, it was really, really challenging. I was there for a year. You're working crazy hours. You're Uh getting um, just there's like a lot of pressure and you're getting blamed for a lot of things that you have no control over. Uh. But I think in a lot of ways, it's the perfect stepping stone for being in the industry. And my mom would always tell me, you just have to think of it like you're getting paid to go to grad school. Right. If you think about it that way, it makes it a lot less difficult because you're not getting paid very well. But hey, at least I'm not in grad school having to pay a bunch of money. And you're not in debt. And I'm not in debt. Were some of the clients, though, you were working for were probably like A-list celebrities. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's fascinating because as an assistant, you have so much power in certain ways because you're the one that's connecting all the calls. You're the one that's mm-hmm. looking at the contracts and adding them into the system. And at the time, I was 23 and, you know, I just would <laughs> – it was crazy. I don't know why who was giving me all of this power to deal with, like, the top clients. Wow. <laughs> but in a way, it was because you had all this confidence. You just – you just like, you know, for everything so far that you've talked about, you kind of were just like, this is what I want to do. Here I go. Like, yeah, I'm capable. Yeah. I mean, I think it's easier to say that now that I look back look on back. it. <laughs> were you flexible? You were up for anything it kind of seemed like? Yeah. I mean, I think you have to be in certain ways. And unless 
particularly in this industry, unless you know exactly what you want to do. I have friends who just want to be writers. That's what they want to do. And there's a different path for that. If you want to be a writer, you could work at an agency. You could also just try and be a PA on a show, a Mm -hmm. writer's PA. And then you work your way up a writer's assistant or researcher, and then you become staffed. But if you don't know, um, you kind of have to feel it out. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I mean, I, I mean, I also think you're so competent and, and a hard worker, but you're also so lovable and so wonderful that I think just being you, I do. I think just being Abby Chambers is like, I don't know, it helps being so easy to work with and smart and nice and all of those character traits. So. I appreciate that. Yeah, I think it's hard in this industry to kind of stay nice in a lot of ways. <laughs> but uh, and I'll be like, how refreshing. Like, yeah, like someone, one of the partners of the agency would walk past me and say, do you have drugs in your desk? And I'd be like, what? And he'd be like, you're smiling all the time. Everyone's yelling. <laughs> you're like, I don't know. What else am I supposed to do? Uh, I'm just a... We were the bubbly blondes. Yes. That was our family name. Yeah. Bubbly blondes. Bubbly blondes. This is just a quick reminder that FLU Studios and the Behind Two Blondes podcast are sponsored by Blue Apron, which we are so grateful for. So grateful. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free, including free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash two blondes. That's spelled T-O-O. Exactly. Um, so, okay, so now you're at this agency. What's next? Because we know it doesn't end there. We know yes. where it ends, and it's incredible, but keep going. <laughs> so basically, I um, after a year, which is the commitment you normally give to an agent, mm-hmm. I walked in about right when the year was up to the day. Wow. <laughs> I was like, all right, I've been here for a year. I'm not staying. Find me a job. Because I was a really good assistant for him, and at that point... That's scary to say and do. I'm so proud of you. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, it's terrible working there, so you have to kind of you gotta figure out... Like... Yeah, and in a lot of ways, it's really helpful for an agency to place you with their clients because they know that they trust you, and oh. they already know how to work with you, and okay. so it's much easier. So... um my boss was like, well, I know Shonda's looking for an assistant. People don't know that yet. Would you be interested? When she says Shonda, Shonda Rhimes. Yes. Did you know I, they were talking about the Shonda the, Rhimes? I did. And I was like, well, of course I'm interested in that job. <laughs> so um, I went to go interview and it just all really worked out well for me. Were so, you extremely nervous? Going um, in to talk to Shonda Rhimes. And did it start with Shonda or did you have to work with people? It started with assistants. Okay. So you usually interview with assistants first. Mm-hmm. Like, Oops. Um, and this is at most jobs. They, whoever the boss is, they're assistants so that they can kind of give you the first pass. Mm-hmm. And then um, then I, I met with Shonda. And, yeah, I was pretty nervous. I don't get nervous that often. And so it was like a weird experience for me. But I'd been watching Grey's since I was 13. So, right. so you're like, I, I would love this job. So there was more pressure. Yes. Going and in. I remember she asked me, what shows do you watch? And I didn't want to say the shows <laughs> that she makes because it's this weird yeah. thing. 
And the only show I could think of was Teen Wolf, which I don't even watch. And I was like, I watched Teen Wolf. And I couldn't think, I had a brain block. I couldn't think of anything else. And she was like, wow, that's really interesting. That's so funny. I've never seen it. I went on an audition for an agent, not an audition, an interview with an agent. And it was like a, a Broadway agent. And they're like, what Broadway shows do you see yourself in? I had a brain block this. and said, I don't see myself in any shows. No. <laughs> I couldn't think of one. I said, no, I'm not right for any Broadway shows. I mean, no, you should that. really take me on. I didn't get it. <laughs> um, so you were nervous. You answered Teen Wolf, which is hysterical. And then I started to kind of think of some other things. So I, I saved myself out of that one. Okay, okay. But um, So I got the job and I just – I started on uh, two weeks from that day. Were um, you like a victory drink? Like how excited were you? <laughs> How'd you celebrate? How did you celebrate? I honestly don't remember. Um, I really don't. I wish that I had some fun story about it. <laughs> <laughs> but at this just, point you were just her assistant, not just, but you were her assistant. Yes. Yes. Um, so was so, that like personal assisting? Um, she had a personal assistant technically as well but you know when you're an assistant it's you kind of do anything that you're asked Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) so it doesn't you can't really say like oh well that's a personal task I'm not going to do it yeah and especially with Shonda um you know I I had come from an agency so I had had she had never really had an assistant who came from an agency before I think and so I was on this like really high level of like okay yes and like very efficient like almost yeah which is really different in like a creative world Mm -hmm. (laughs) so at first I'd be like I will get that done like how many do you need yeah I'm (laughs) so I think she thought it was pretty funny at first (laughs) but I also was uh, much more efficient than other people because I had come from a place where if I didn't get something done immediately you would have gotten yelled at yeah and it would have been at the office until three in the morning right (laughs) so Um, I did that for about two years and then I, um, you know, I, Shonda, I think might've approached me because she, she also had asked for a two year time commitment and Mm -hmm. she, at at about two years, she was like, okay, what do you want to do? And I was like, great, because I've (laughs) come up with this whole conversation to discuss with you. So, um, she said that there was a need in this kind of strange department it's like the digital department but at the time it encompassed like a lot of different jobs mm-hmm. so um it was like social media and digital producing but also um like marketing in certain ways and publicity like approving photos and talking I was like the first defense to ABC to talk to ABC before I went to Shonda or Betsy her producing uh-huh often um on things that were like kind of low level like what photos should we approve or what storylines are we releasing Uh um so I did that for a year and then we started um to like now we have Shondaland we hired a bunch more people now and Mm -hmm. so we hired a head of marketing that kind of takes care of those pieces and I'm really focused on um, social media, which is like managing and overseeing all of Shondaland's social media and all making sure that our actors are all comfortable with what they're doing. And then the show's social media, and then also producing 
digital content. So basically any time that we have either it's like coming from ABC or outside or whatever Mm -hmm. uh, projects, me and my producing partner here, we produce those projects. Is is Shondaland a reference to all the things she's written or... So Shondaland is the production company. company. There's about 20 of us. It's very strange. Shondaland employs about 20 people, but then we employ show so many shows that we have like thousands of employees under us. Jeez. Wow. So you have the title of producer for these digital content shows, but you also like your name is at the end of the credits on as producer for like. Yes. Associate. Yeah. Oh, associate producer. Yes. I also have a question on what exactly that job entails because I don't even know. I just hear producer and I go, oh, you're raising all the money for the show, you know, and I bet there's so much more to it that I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of levels of producers. Like you'll often see on the um, credits of a show a lot of producer titles. Most of them are writers and mm. – um, it's very strange. It doesn't actually mean that the writer's a producer. Those are just the writer levels. Mm-hmm. So it starts with a staff writer. Then you become a story editor. Then I believe you become a co-producer, then a producer, then a co-EP, and then an EP. So that's executive producer. Mm-hmm. So at some level, you're seeing a lot of executive producers who are just like the head writers on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's like line producers who often get co-EP credits or EP credits and they're the ones that are it's like really nitty gritty numbers they're figuring out how much things cost Mm -hmm. um, if you have the budget for particular things that you want to shoot and my shows work a little differently because you know everyone believes in Shonda so much that if she has an idea she wants to you know do a massive plane crash in Grey's Anatomy, like, they're going to figure out how to make that happen. Right. Oh, I remember I remember that episode. Oh, I remember that episode. You remember that one? Oh, I do. A little episode. It's hard to forget. It's hard to forget. <laughs> but often on other shows, the line producer will be like, hey, we don't have that in the budget. You know, how can we, what, what can we do here? Mm-hmm. So um, that's a really interesting role. And then there's, like, a producer, like, Shonda's producing partner who kind of is high level, like, figuring out all of the different pieces and how they work together and also developing. So so as associate producer. Yes. As associate producer, it's kind of, like, for me, it's because um, I had a lot to do with, like, the inner working between ABC and between Shonda and Betsy and then also because of the digital pieces that I produce. Got it. On different shows, it means different things. Mm-hmm. On, like, reality shows, I have a lot of friends that are associate producers, and it just means, like, it's a level before becoming a producer. Yeah. And um, there's, like, a di- they can leverage you in specific ways by giving you titles often. Got it. So the associate producer role came just organically through all your stepping stones. Yes, yes. And it was really, like, I would say – getting that meeting with Shonda really just was a huge stepping stone in your, would you say that was your big break? Um, I would say my big break was probably starting at ICM just because I started from nothing. Yeah, that's true. Um, and that got you the contact. 
Yeah. And I mean, I think it's it's so interesting. You you really have to you have to figure out a way to be connected. But a lot of people a lot of people are like they have families or whatever it is. But a lot of people don't and they figure out how to hustle and make their way to get these connections. And it's like it's all up to you. You get the connection, but if you don't have a good interview, if you don't know how to present yourself well, all of these pieces are part of what you need. Yeah. Um, and also you have to be a really hard worker. You have to be willing to be an assistant for years. Mm-hmm. And that's a tough job. You don't get any credit and you're working really long hours. And, you know, you're often doing things that you don't really want to be doing, like coordinating meetings or mm-hmm. coordinating whatever it is. And that's like putting in your time because mm-hmm. now that you are where you're at, I'm always seeing amazing pictures of you with Obama and yeah. Hillary Clinton. And like, what's the, what's been the really, the perks of all this? How fun yeah. has it been? Um, I mean, it's been really cool where I, because of where I work and I work for this very powerful woman who has really um, made a place in the world for herself. And um, she's, this happens in entertainment too. Often people in entertainment who are pretty high level become connected to politics in an interesting way. And because Shonda has so many causes she cares about, um, you know, she often supported uh, President Obama a lot. And so I got to meet him because she had a fundraiser at her house and I kind of helped coordinate some of those pieces. And then she was like, just come. Normally the tickets are, you know, $10,000 or whatever it is. (laughs) Just come. (laughs) And so, because I had helped, so I came and then she kind of like pushed me into a photo with him. And it was really funny because I was not expecting that. And Uh you had to pay like another price to have the photo. And she was like, just go. (gasps) And then I know certain people in the DNC because of different things that I'd helped with. And so, you know, they were like, this is Abby Chambers. She works for Shonda Rhimes. And he was like, oh, my. It was just the weirdest experience. I was not expecting it. I have all of these photos of me with him. And it it was a it was a big moment in my life because I'm a big fan of his. I'm a so. big fan too. Now I was just at an event for Planned Parenthood um, where Shonda and Hillary spoke, but it was in New York, so I'm assuming you weren't here. I did not go to that event. Darn it! But I heard a lot about it. <laughs> she was uh, wonderful. Did you plan it? Did you plan I it? Did, did you plan Parenthood? It? It? <laughs> but we did. Um, you know, for during the presidential election. We Hillary's team had asked if we would um, produce her uh, video at the DNC inauguration. Oh, yeah. Well, so we, um, so I got to go to New York with Shonda and with some other members of our team and interview Hillary and Bill oh, and some of their closest friends. It seems like Shonda loves you. I mean, you would have to ask her that, but I'm a big fan of hers. But you seem like you have a good relationship. I do. I mean, I think when you're someone's assistant, you get a, they have to to be a lot of trust. A lot of trust. And you get to know them very well. So, I mean, that, that would be my advice to anyone who wants to be in this industry is just like work your way up and work hard and honestly and there's no stopping what you can yeah. do oh, that's that. so inspiring and honestly we know you have to run to a meeting with Shonda yeah that's how our conversation started with her 
<laughs> I do I have do. a meeting with Shonda at uh, eleven thirty her time. What is what is a day in the life of Abby Chambers these days? Um, you know, it's it's very different every day, which is what I love mm-hmm. about it. I have um, a lot of things that I work on creatively. We're actually launching a Shondaland website, which is going to be kind of like a lifestyle website that awesome. I've been building for a year. Um, wow. And so that's going to launch in the fall at some point. We're going to be launching a newsletter in the next couple of weeks. So I've been focusing a lot on those pieces because we're, you know, getting some really great columnists to come on board. And then we're also hoping to, you know, have some video as well and kind of just expand our brand. Yeah. And you're so, just right there in it. You get to be I'm right in the middle. You get to do it. <laughs> Looking at everyone. <laughs> but are you in her office right now or in an office? No, or? I'm in my office. Oh my gosh. You have an office, office with clouds. It's so pretty. <laughs> Yeah, and you look, is- you look so put together and such an adult and so professional. Oh my gosh, I think it's just the glasses I'm <laughs> wearing them today. There's like so many, there's so much pollen in the air right now. It's oh my true. god, I'm sneezing every day. Yeah. Do, you, do you usually work from home or do you go to the office? Daily? Um, I go to the office mostly. Okay. Unless I'm traveling for work, then I'll work from you know wherever mm-hmm. I am. But the, I'm mostly in the office. Is the office also where like are you close to where the filming goes down? Yeah, we shoot a couple of the shows, um, you know, near our offices, and then mm. some of them are down the street. It's It just depends on the show. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's pretty easy to walk to set, which is good because I can go take yeah. photos and, All that you know, fun stuff. All the fun. fun. I'm a big fan of, oh, gosh, everyone on the show. <laughs> Such so a cool. big fan. Such a big fan. Um, Abby, where do you see yourself in 10 years? Whoa. Loaded question, Chase. No. <laughs> Are you 27? I'm 27. 27. I just turned 27. Oh, happy belated. Yeah, in April. Thank you. Right? Thank you. Happy yeah. Birthday. Thanks. Um, I'm not sure yet. I think that there's a lot of opportunity, and I'm still trying to figure out um, exactly what path I want to go down. And I think it's really hard to predict. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so far. producing kind of fell into your lap. Yeah. And it's, it's like I really enjoy I really enjoy producing. I I think that there's going to be a big turn there already is into digital and what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm happy to kind of be at the forefront of that and at a company that's um, so huge. So, yeah. And so open to new ideas. And what does the future of this look like? And what can we do in VR? What can we can we look at AR? You know, well, I guess. Yeah about the newest technologies and the newest things that are happening just so we have a baseline understanding and we can figure out where to go from there so um I'm pretty happy to kind of be at the forefront of that and we'll see what what comes of that I I just don't know just don't know you're just gonna ride the wave like you do in the moment she lives yeah in the moment guys but maybe your travel show will you know one day, get one day, up. I'm going to bring it back. <laughs> We're going to bring it back. But now that you're a, a head, you know, yeah. producer, they'll be, they'll be more like excited. In years, I'll be like, so guys, a travel show. <laughs> Remember that? Oh, anyway, we'll let you go to your meeting. Tell Shonda we say hey. If you want to follow Abby, follow her on Instagram at Abby R. Chambers. 
just to kind of get a peek into what her life is like because it's, it's so exciting. It's and pretty you'll exciting. You'll see her with you know Hillary Clinton and all those beautiful those people. Cool people. Yep. Um, thank you so so thank much you. for brunching with us. Yes, cheers. Virtual cheers. cheers. Virtual cheers. <laughs> our show and now we're saying so long tune in next time on behind two blondes the behind two blondes podcast is brought to you by fou studios and recorded at face off unlimited headquarters in astoria queens the show was created and written by chase o'donnell and savannah brown this episode was produced and edited by chase o'donnell executive producers are joe tex jay painter and eric robinson fou studios is a property of face off unlimited llc I'm Brian Walters, the senior producer here, and on behalf of everybody who worked on this show, we'd like to thank you, the listeners, for tuning in. Subscribe to catch all of our other podcasts here on the FOU Studios Podcast Network. To learn more, connect with us via social media at FOU Studios and visit us at FOUStudios.com. Boom! Boom.